Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. So I'm sorry you're Sammy the Salt. It was wonderful having you on the air today in WTIC. Yeah, it was fun. So my uh, th- my camera may start working at some point soon. Let me ask you guys, or maybe some of you are in IT. This is a Logitech camera. Yeah. It has always worked. It's the something 99 or whatever. It's always worked. It's only a few years old. There's, these, there's this LED light that shows in the front of it when it's on that I look at. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to them, Alice. You can, I'm, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Okay. So, so what I'm, so but right now the the LED light just blinks and it blink it, and we don't know why. It was working until you plugged it into your Mac, and right. then the camera stopped working every time after that. Why are you accusatory? It's <laughs> my saying. camera in my Mac, so I used it because uh, we were doing... Macs are annoying and they ruin no, everything. The That's Macs are wonderful. That's you need to get belief. a Mac. I don't like Macs. I think they're bad, and I think that your Mac <clears throat> broke the camera, and now every time it doesn't work. So I'm just saying, you don't see Tom because his MacBook broke his camera. I'm just, something happened with like the drivers or something, and now it's done. It doesn't work anymore. That's the end of that. Why is it? Well, no, I mean it's blinking, but it it it, it fixed itself the last two times. I mean, eventually, after a while, like I don't know what we did. Did you unplug it? Yes. Okay. I just unplugged because last time it came back on after one of the times that I unplugged it. How interesting is that? What a random, weird thing. <sighs> it's blinking. Eight. Six, oh, what am I talking about? So, um, what's going on, Albie? Uh, lots of things. Lots of things. We promised people the list of genders in the, uh, in the oh. on Twitter, but we did that on the air a little bit. But I think I think uh, not many people. I I don't think there's that much overlap between your audience on the radio and your burn barrel audience necessarily. But this is like my favorite thing in the world because the city of San Francisco has decided to give out free money to people who are trans and poor. 
because like if you're just normal and poor then you don't get free money you don't rate right but so if you make if you live in san francisco and you make less than six hundred dollars a month you qualify to get a free twelve hundred dollars a month if you're trans and you fill out this application so i went and looked at the application (laughs) that's great and among other things it has you know it has like your name your whatever blah 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 like all your stuff and your income and whatever but then you have to check off your gender identity right for like how you qualify for being trans so here goes they have this is literally like three pages long of gender identity (laughs) this is fantastic so you can be a cisgender woman, a woman, a transgender woman, a woman of trans experience, a woman with a what, history what of gender transition. What makes a cisgender woman different than a woman? I suppose it depends on your definition. I mean, because oh. trans women are women too, right? Oh, right. Uh, a woman of trans experience, a woman with a history Jesus. of gender transition, trans feminine, feminine of center, MTF, demi girl, T girl, trans girl, sister girl, cisgender man, man, transgender. What is MTF? Margaret male, male to female. Uh, cisgender oh. man, man, transgender man, man of trans experience, man with a history of gender transition, transmasculine, masculine of center, FTM, demi boy, T boy, trans demi-boy. guy. I am a demi boy from now on. <laughs> uh, T boy, trans guy, brother boy, trans, transgender, transsexual, non binary, gender queer, agender, xenogender, femme, femme spelled a different way, butch, boy, stud, aggressive, androgyne, tomboy, gender outlaw, gender nonconforming. Gender outlaw. <laughs> gender outlaw. Don't adjust the camera. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's true. But I want, if it randomly decides to start working, it to be I'm a in gender the femme. Position. Demi femme. <laughs> well, they do have an other th- oh, option. Oh, it's working now. Stop blinking. It's unplugged. Oh, why? Because I unplugged it. Why? Because... I keep unplugging it and replugging it in to see if it starts working. Oh, so okay, demi, demi, g- god, demi girl, demi boy, right? Xeno uh, gender, femme, femme. The one is just F E M and one is F E M M E. So I'm with the M M E. Femme, femme, butch, boy, B O I, boy, stud. Aggressive, androgyne, tomboy. You get to be a stud? You get to be a stud. You can identify as a stud. <clears throat> so at no point does anybody in the office, while they're compiling this, <laughs> feel any- say, silly can at just all. Say, can I say something off the record here for a moment during this meeting? <laughs> what are we freaking doing? Are we serious here? What a bunch of make-believe. Can you believe that? What it's psychos. You're all psychos. This is put out by the government in San Francisco. This is the gift income, the guaranteed income for trans people program. Let's see. What else? Gender outlaw, gender nonconforming, gender variant, gender fluid, gender bleep. I can't say that really? word. Gender F-U-C-K. That's one of the genders really? you can identify as. It says it right here on the form. <laughs> Bi-gender, multi-gender, pan-gender, gender creative, gender expansive, third gender, neutrois. Neutrois? <laughs> N-E-U-T-R-O-I-S. Neutrois. What a bunch of jerks. Omnigender, polygender, gray gender, intergender, maverick. Maverick. How do you spell Maverick? <laughs> Maverick is spelled uh, M-A-V-E-R-I-Q-U-E. Maverick. Nova gender. Two spirit. 
Hydra, Hathaway. Wait a second. We Luke, know the two spirits, uh, don't we? X gender, MTX, FTX. I think that's a collapsed crypto company, actually. Bakla, yeah. Mahu, Fa'afa, Fine, Waria, Ash Time. They're, now we're into just. I don't Ash even Time? know what this is. Sir, uh, male or female? Well, I'm Ash Time, as a matter of fact. Something here. You know what the funny thing is? It's like Ash Time is so badly wanting to be found interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's. Very interesting. That's that's not male or female. It's, yes, uh, I'm the most interesting person. Questioning. I don't use labels. Declined or not listed. So in case in case your gender somehow wasn't covered on the three pages of possible genders that you can identify as. Um, yeah, they do. Is have- there anybody who's Ash Time who's not a jerk? <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. They have a um, a sexual orientation checklist too. That's oh good, a little Hopefully shorter, but equally as insane, because you can pick a romantic. This one's in alphabetical order. I don't know. The other ones seem to be in some other order, but this one, well, it's partially in alphabetical order. Then it kind of changes. Anyway, a romantic, asexual. BDSM slash kink. That's <laughs> not an orientation. That's just a fetish, but okay. Uh, bisexual, demisexual. A wor- two words that I can't say on here. Um, one is a word for lesbians that I'm not allowed to say. That's okay. also a word for a thing that an you earthen- use to block water. Yes. yes. Yes, I'm familiar. And then the next one down is also a word for a bundle of sticks. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a sexual I'm orientation that. you that. can choose. Uh, gay, lesbian, non-monogamous. Who knew? I mean, you can just identify as non-monogamous. I'm a non-monogamous ash time. <laughs> Pansexual, polyamorous, queer, same gender loving, scoliosexual, <laughs> heterosexual, T for T, which apparently there's a little note means trans for trans, don't know or not listed. So and then they get into race and all the other things. If you're a migrant worker or not, and all the different various things that you can say to boost your application in the pile in the Victim Olympics, that means you get twelve hundred free dollars a month, which is just absolute freaking insanity. <laughs> in the chat, Mark says that he's a demi stud fluid, <laughs> and uh. Yeah, uh, Morgan says those people are already on government assistance. I would say they probably are, but all they have to do is make less than $600 a month and they get this extra 1200 for having an interesting sexual identity. So there you go. That's what the city of San Francisco is up to right now because they have no other problems is what I've heard. Nothing else is wrong in their city and, uh, you know, everything is totally fine. Uh, speaking of which, they of things being completely, totally fine in, in San Francisco, uh, the San Francisco Standard has an article out in which the, they did a study of their, um, their uh, like, clean needle, like, safe mm-hmm. space to shoot up program, yep. and they did, so they did a study of themselves, and they spent about $500,000 on this study. And uh, they found that it uh, improved the neighborhood. Oh, they did. Oh, <laughs> yes. good. Yes. That's so great. the study consisted. The study Need consisted of, of here's the um, <laughs> here's what the five hundred thousand dollars study consisted of. 
The data on drug issues in the area was collected by two people who walked each block of the Tenderloin one time each in 2018, 2019, and 2022. Seems comprehensive. <laughs> that was the methodology. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> two people. Good. Two people went out and walked the neighborhood three times, and they've concluded for five hundred thousand dollars that uh, that the drug use center has improved the neighborhood. That's what you, that's what you hear about San Francisco. <laughs> it's looking good. So perfect. They're doing a great job. They just spent five hundred thousand dollars to find out that they're doing a great job. In other progressive news, Alice, um, today was a huge day. Today was the International Starbucks Strike Day. <laughs> you may not know. Starbucks Strike Day. Hashtag Red Cup Revolution. Red Cup Revolution, exactly. Tonight, we are hearing from employees of a Starbucks in Portland just one day after they found out the store will be closing. That's new tonight at 11. Employees at the store recently voted to form a union. They are now accusing the company of union busting. Starbucks says is Union busting. <laughs> They're closing the stores down. They're busting everything. It's not just you. I love how these people like. It's, oh my god! It's still it's somehow about me. The store, the space is being leased to a um, a Footlocker now. Okay, they're gone. They're completely gone. It's not just union busting. It's <laughs> it's non-union busting. It's equipment busting. The Starbucks completely being deleted. Plan to close this location behind me off Middle and Exchange Street. It's uh, pretty messed up. That's Mandy Cantrell's reaction to the news. The Starbucks she's been working at for three years will be shutting its doors for good. The announcement was made during a meeting Tuesday night. They tried to say that our store was the slowest of the three locations that are downtown, but I, I don't think that's true. Can you guess the hair color and face accessory. <laughs> Let me tell you, Mandy has consulted that I'm list of yours. it's somewhere on the pink to blue spectrum. Correct. Instead, Cantrell and her co-workers say they think the decision is due to their vote to form a union less than a month ago. They said it wasn't union related, but that was the only solid statement they would make, which kind of makes it sound like it was union related. Like Starbucks employee Cody Dow is calling... No, you can never get anything past 29-year-old grad student Cody Dow. <laughs> can you imagine? They well, said yeah, it wasn't union busting, which tells me, my powers of dissection tell me that it indeed was. On the coffeehouse company to show proof they're closing because of employees underperforming. Imagine that. You better show us proof that you're closing because of something else. If you really mean it. Starbucks, like... Yeah, but do I have to prove it to you? Like, Kid, we're gone out of your neighborhood. We're a corporation, it, okay? and we're not in the business of just having stores open for fun. We're trying to make money here. Somebody bursts into the, into the boardroom. Cody wants reasons, guys. That would probably help both them and us. A Starbucks. They don't need help. They're doing the prudent thing right now by closing away from you cancerous people, okay? They're going yeah, away. If you're so convinced... That Starbucks has so much money to be made out there and they're just choosing not to just to stick it to you because yep. you made a union and they're mean. Like, if you're so convinced that that's true, then it sounds like there's a really good opportunity for you to go open a coffee shop. That's right. You can get a seat at the table. Spokesperson denied our request for an interview, but provided us with a statement that reads in part, we will bargain with the union in good faith to discuss the impact of this decision on the partners, including the opportunities for transfers to other stores. This is classic union busting tactics from the company. Patrick Bruce with Workers United says this is not the first unionized store Starbucks has decided to close. We have filed... 
They can still be a union. <laughs> you can it's just the Starbucks is going away now. Several national unfair labor practice complaints against the company for just such, uh, for for similar things. For now, Dow says options for him and his. Uh, what's the um? Because there's been some national labor complaints. Well, what do the national labor groups do other than complain? Yeah, that's their job. That's why you pay the money out of every one of your paychecks is to complain. That's it's the whole point. Colleagues are limited. A lot of us are trying to wait to see what our union people think would be best before we try to take any actual action ourselves so that we don't accidentally step our own foot there. Starbucks says the last day for this location will be December 23rd. In Portland, Alex... New tonight, some baristas at a Starbucks in West Hartford looking to form a union. It is the first location in Connecticut to file that paperwork. So the employees we talked to who are thinking of unionizing, they say it all started with the pandemic. That's when the breakdown happened, the lack of employees, just like everywhere else. They're having a hard time finding people to help them out, stand side by side, serving all the customers. Everybody has their favorite drink at Starbucks. And since the masks have come off and the people have come out, Starbucks has been overrun with in-person and online orders. They're overrun with orders. <laughs> Why is everybody ordering from us? We're not in the business of orders. So the baristas in West Hartford are looking to unionize the Corbin's Corner Starbucks. It will be the first Starbucks in Connecticut to unionize and only one of a handful nationwide. Starbucks released a statement saying... More than a handful now. This was a few months ago. In part, quote, the heart and soul of Starbucks is our people, which is why we consider our employees partners. We continue to be committed to providing a flexible and progressive work environment and treating one another with respect and dignity. And employees agree they have pretty good benefits. We get um, 401k, health benefits. It's a good job. Like, it's it's fun. I, I like my uh, co-workers, and I'm actually enrolled in the, um, they offer uh, free tuition for, for online university. Classic union busting. <laughs> but the bottom line, they need better working conditions and better pay. We deserve a little more money. Uh, the cost of living is... We deserve a little more money. I'm wow. sure you do. I'm sure Imagine you do. that. How will the warm look we get in the cups without that guy? <laughs> without Cody? Going up, inflation, obviously, and uh, and it's just not adequate for what we, uh, you know, living in this area in Connecticut. The employee... You <laughs> effing loser, Cody. It's not supposed to be adequate. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be living at your parents' house while you work at Starbucks. It's, yes. It's not a career. You have a graduate degree. You don't have a graduate degree in coffee. So I would go use your degree and try to go get a job somewhere. Boys have hung signs in the Starbucks letting their customers know that they are in the process of unionizing. And they say most customers support the move. So here's another. Um, listen to the couple of union cuts I have with some of these people. I just... I need everyone to know that I'm there for them. And if that means Shift I can't manager. take my lunch, then I won't take it. Once I saw things starting to go downhill, once we got a new manager, I immediately spoke up. She had tried several things with management to address the issue and nothing was getting resolved. I brought it up to Layla. I said, you know, there's a, there's a way to make some big change, but it, it's gonna take a big commitment. And so I talked to her about the union. That just gave me so much hope. And I, I was like, yes, Yes, I'm 100%, I, I could do this. I, I am 100% willing to give everything to this. I got a phone call and 
asking if I wanted to be a part of the union. So I signed some cards and that's when it all started. We called people, I drove to people's houses. I did anything possible just to get this going. We knew that. Layla, just get another job. Get another yeah, job. I'm willing to do anything possible except make a job application to somewhere that pays more. <laughs> Once Starbucks found out about us, they got a little, you know, a little wisp of like, we're about to start a union. They're going to try and shut us down. Wait a second. They're going to try to shut you down? You mean they want you to be grinding coffee and handing out scones? You mean they're a company that enjoys making money from their Starbucks locations? Oh, they're much else. <laughs> they're much more pernicious than that. We shouldn't have had to go through all of the union busting that we've gone through in the past four months. Um, Starbucks sent in a SWAT team, mm -hmm. they called it, of upper managers, over a hundred of them, led by... Get down, get down, everybody on the floor, get down, get down, get down. <clears throat> I can imagine flashbang grenades, the doors kicked mm -hmm. in. The president of Starbucks North America, Rossanne Williams. Oh, no. And these managers came into our stores. They were there in every shift, every day part, um, pulling people off the floor, working on the floor so that they could prevent us from being able to have honest conversations with our partners. Wow. We just want to have honest conversations with our partners, but the managers keep directing have, us to make coffee. Have honest conversations with your partners on your own time, not when you're on the clock. I mean, am I wrong? You don't like, know are how you hard supposed it to be is doing there. your union organizing like, while you're at work? There. There'll be literally drinks all the way down the counter, or we'll have oh, like something no. broken and it'll mess up the, the workflow entirely. You've stepped inside a really busy Starbucks. You you know it gets really crazy, and there's only three, four, maybe five sometimes if we're if we're really, really lucky. Have these people ever had another job? Because every job has like stresses Alice, and things that go wrong and the like workflow, a lot of work to do. The workflow is destabilized. Don't you understand? Have you had that at a job? The workflow getting I've destabilized? I've never no, Never been destabilized, never been understaffed, never had a lot of customers, no. never had anything go wrong. Sometimes there's just five of us. In that, little, in that little booth, there's five of you? We deserve a little more money. Uh, the cost of living is going up, inflation, obviously. Him. Okay, that's, that's, I like to think that's Cody again. I did feel scared. I felt like maybe Whoa. I would be targeted next because I was a part of the union. Even before we went public, when the management got wind of it, um, that's, a that's when a lot of the nitpicking started. When they got wind of it, you're posting your unionizing signs all over the store. <laughs> when they got wind of it, this is I, I I hope and I like to believe that when Starbucks corporate listened to this, including with the sad piano, I did feel scared. I felt like maybe I would be targeted next because I was a part of the union. I hope that's when they said, you know what, let's pull the plug on that one. Immediately, the next. Mike in the chat says it sounds like the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Yes. It does. It's equally as dangerous. Layla had stood up to management in the past over being treated unfairly and not really having a voice in the store and in the company. And so once they got one of the unionizing, I feel like they definitely chose to target her. <laughs> Layla is what we call a sucky employee. So what they need from her, I know that she's trying to live out her dream where she's a star of her own movie, where she's starting a revolution. Mm -hmm. They mostly need her to make coffee and ring up Danishes. Well, and it's crazy because a lot of times you'll find, and this is going to blow the minds of a lot of people my age and younger, but a lot of times if you want a bigger voice at the company, the best way to get there is to do your job that you've been asked to do. 
Right. And, and sometimes you know more than that. And if without you do, being asked if you do and without lot, complaining about it. If you do a lot it. more than that, someday you could be selected as part of the SWAT team. <laughs> and you could be closer to management and you can be in management and you can make decisions, management decisions. But you'd have to stop making it all about you and start doing Starbucky kind of things. Some of these baristas, I like them, but they weren't trained and they know that. And yeah, but they're not they ready. try their best. Being a former barista, having no training, being thrown on the floor the first day, being yelled at. Thrown on the floor? Are they bullfighting or pouring coffee? We've all been trained to be a barista. <laughs> exactly. Anybody who's bought an espresso machine for their house knows how to be a barista. That having co-workers not support. I love how they think like they're an elite squad. Like, Those people haven't even had training. They're not safe. But haven't you it's like they're SEAL Team job? 6 or something. <laughs> haven't you had that at jobs where you go in and like you get taught to do a few things and everyone's like, wow, you're picking this up really fast. Like you've learned something like really impressive, but it's really not. Um, I actually had, I had to st- sit through a day and a half of orientation film mm-hmm. for a haagen that I was hired for. I actually got in Newport Beach. I actually got my shirts. And then I was so put off by having to sit there for all that time <laughs> that I called up and said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to work there. And this, this woman reamed me. You owe me. You owe me for the shirts. You owe me for the time and the training. And my feeling was that I got paid for orientation for right. like a day and a half. So we're, yeah, we're, you were human. we're square. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. It was weird. It's on um, Fashion Island in Newport Beach, reaming. We should have driven up there just to see if that lady was still there. <laughs> the so I could officially, now 30 years later, apologize to her. <laughs> me not understand that I'm trying my best. I couldn't let anyone else ever go through that. These people are heroes. They're heroes. She could tell that the new recruits, they weren't trained well. You know, they weren't elite. I'm not going to let anybody else go through that. Mostly just make um, chai tea, okay? I know while you're being a hero, can we just have you <laughs> wipe down counters over there and make sure the sugar is filled up? The the big tasteless brown sugar packets, can you get to make sure those are filled while you're living <laughs> this dream? These Starbucks employees anxiously awaiting what turned out to be a unanimous vote to unionize. The store located on Broadway in Capitol Hill will be the first in Seattle, Starbucks' home city, to unionize, with at least eight other Western Washington locations filing paperwork to begin the process. Most of these are closed. We can eventually go into bargaining. It means we can eventually start to kind of stake out, you know, why we're here in the first place. The vote. Just like our professor told us it would be, yeah, the revolution has begun. <laughs> now we've got them at the bargaining table. We're closing your Starbucks. What? <laughs> We have more demands, okay, but you have to be out of here because, um, you know, 7-Eleven's moving in, so. Comes on the heels of a national effort to unionize Starbucks with at least 140 stores filing paperwork. It points to um, a revitalization of the labor movement. Brian Watson and Sonny Rao are part of the Democratic Socialists of America. It's a group that's pushed for unions. One domino falling in the unionization drive is a big deal. Starbucks has pushed against unions. One domino falling in the closing of Starbucks is a big deal. 
Yeah, Bernie Sanders has been <laughs> tweeting about it too. Couldn't happen to a better group of people. I mean, that's and ultimately, like that's what it is. Is they've bent the knee to all this woke stuff and attracted these kind of people and made them think they're this like woke company and all this stuff. And that's that's what you get if you bend the knee to people like this. Then they just keep coming at you for more and more until your company is gone. Like just forget it. It's it. The ball is rolling now, and they can't undo it. They, the stupid employees closed a bunch of their stores on like one of their most important days of the year when they roll out all their special red cups and holiday drinks and everything. It's supposed to be a big day for them, and the employees are screwing with them because it's not enough to be like woke and nice and special and do all the things and give your employees tuition and benefits and days off and all the things that you thought you were supposed to give them. Never enough. Never enough. Like, they will never be happy. They will run you into the ground and destroy you because that's, like, all they know how to do. And then, like, the the if you do this stuff, like, you just, you get what you ask for. These stupid, woke capital companies. Did you see the report today? Hold on, let's go through through a little bit of this. In the past, last year, the National Labor Board found that Starbucks unlawfully retaliated against two Philadelphia baristas trying to unionize. Last week, it announced the company's former CEO, Howard Schultz, will be its interim leader as its current CEO retires. Previously, Schultz successfully fought attempts to unionize Starbucks locations. It's really about um, just making our lives and the lives of other workers better. The Solidarity Group believes talks about unionizing go beyond Starbucks, both here in Seattle and across the U.S. But we also have Storyville Coffee that filed for union elections and Crossroads and Capitol Hill that also filed. We saw REI as well in Manhattan is unionizing too. So it's the labor movement is another woke company. REI, another big woke capital company. Since notching a win in early December, two Buffalo cafes have formally organized, and more than 30 from Boston to Seattle are seeking to do the same, collaborating with baristas in Buffalo via Zoom. Starbucks Workers United said the speed has been surprising as young workers seek to improve their earnings and working conditions, referring to them as a part of Generation U for unions. Generation U. We want to be true partners. We want to sit at the table. We don't want decisions made for. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We want Starbucks to make good on that. Oh, okay. You don't want decisions made for you. Well, we notice that right now you're deciding not to work, but rather to stop working. (sighs) We'd like you to make another decision. Imagine that. We want a seat at the table. 
You're the biggest moron within 50 blocks of here. Yeah, and are what? Then you're going to be in charge of like putting out the P&L and doing the work and I mean like what is it that you think the people in the big corporate office are doing all day just sitting around counting their money? Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> if we're successful here we have a real chance to change what it means to be a barista, change what it means to be a bartender, change what it means to be waitstaff. Change what it means to, yes, you'll change it to being an unemployed bartender. Because yeah. they're going to close the Starbucks because you people are cancer. Exactly. I mean, that's what it is. They're going to change it to not having a restaurant and coffee shop industry at all. Right. That's what they're going to change it to. That They're going to change it to that not being a job option you will, anymore. You will uh, miss the days when you could reminisce about the SWAT team and Barbara Olson from uh, corporate coming around and hanging out and not letting you unionize. But these companies are getting hit from all directions. Did you see the report today from Forbes saying that Target is totally like relooking at all their security operations because they've lost 400 million dollars in profit margin this year um from theft in stores oh we're not about to talk about that kind of purely theft, purely theft 400 million dollars in profit margin they're not like sure, merchandise dude. value yeah yeah, as goods disappear from shelves. So they're saying they're making significant investments to train employees and implement technology in stores to prevent theft. Its number one goal is the safety of its employees and customers. Okay. I mean, like, I think their number one goal is not to lose a bunch of money constantly. <laughs> Actually, you know, and yes, like their employee safety is part of that. Like I, I've worked a ton of retail and they always tell you, like, don't try to actually stop people because it's a lot more expensive for Target or Macy's or Home Depot or whatever. If like you get killed by the person trying to save the merchandise, than to let the merchandise walk out the door. That's why they don't actually care about you that much, even though that's how they frame it. Right. That's just that's a much more expensive proposition for them if you die trying to defend the honor of your uh, post in the in the Target. But um, but yeah, like it, these companies can't win. The the governments are not like prosecuting these crimes. They can't stop the thefts. The employees are unionizing. They can't hire people. They're having to continue to wage raises. People are getting sticker shock from prices continuing to go up. Like they are all in big trouble. And like we we haven't even entered the real discounting season of holiday yet. I mean, already places have been heavily, heavily discounting, like way more than usual this year at this time. But like, we're about to go into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the first couple weeks of December. And like, it, it's the discounts and stuff are only going deeper because these companies cannot keep up with how bad the economy is right now. Why isn't that camera working? It's still blinking. I don't know why it it's makes no sense. No know. sense at all. Unplug it and plug it back in, will you? I've done that a thousand hey, million times. Work, just work, Logi, okay? Last time it started to work when I was like pulling on it. So I don't know. But anyway. You have to plug it in, right? Well, yeah, I'll plug it back in. It's not the extension cord, you think, right? No, because it works with me, for me. I guess, does it? Um. Anyway. I wonder if you have to download a driver. USB device not recognized. Aha. Uh -huh. Your device may not be working properly. Hmm. Something messed it up when you used it in your Mac. Yeah, but it works on my Mac. 
Is there yeah. a way you can take the signal from me? Your Mac infected it. <laughs> we gotta get another one then. Mm. Black Friday. Maybe. Maybe we can get some cool stuff, like a you know, like a roadcaster or something. Yeah, I guess we'll see. It seemed to always be six hundred bucks. Maybe Colinina will sell me one because Kirk had an old one. Um, and then they moved to the new one. Let me see if he he'll feel. I think it's okay right now. I don't think we have to do this transaction business in the um on the show. Then I happened across a story that I know y'all like here, um, which boggles my mind. People are so stupid. Why is everyone so dumb? Can I just ask that question? Uh, an eighth grade teacher in Arizona and her husband have lost their school jobs after they recorded OnlyFans videos in her classroom. <laughs> a side hustle. I was right with him, but, but is she hot? Mm. <clears throat> oh, I don't like that. I don't know. A side hustle she claimed was necessary to supplement their low salaries. <laughs> Way to go all in on your excuses. Using the alias Chloe Carter, Thunderbolt Middle School science teacher Samantha Peer uploaded the X-rated videos to her OnlyFans page, which her students found and shared among themselves. Shocking. Once again, her husband, Nautilus Elementary School fourth grade teacher Dylan Peer, also took part in the adult productions inside the Lake Havasu. So people have sex on OnlyFans? Yeah. It's an actual, you can make actual porn and put so it on. So does everybody that has OnlyFans? No, not all of it's even naked stuff. But okay. There's a big variation in what you so can put like, up there. So, like, what else is there? Who are you guys? Who's are you on OnlyFans? Do you like, like, I know like a bunch of the girls from Barstool are on OnlyFans. Are they getting naked? Uh, I don't know. I I think it probably varies, like everybody else. Anyway, her husband also took part in the adult productions. He's a fourth grade teacher inside the uh, Lake Havasu Unified School District building. Wait, wait you according- say Lake Havasu? Yeah. You know what Lake Havasu is? No. Ho, ho, ho. What is that? Lake Havasu is where the Girls Gone Wild videos, where all the late yacht parties, spring break, take place. Oh. Do you remember the Girls Gone Wild, Gone Wild yeah. videos? Yeah, I used to see them advertised. Yes. I used to uh, follow the directions in the advertisement <laughs> and order them. I got a big credit card in like never, 1997. I've never I was like, let's, let's let these babies roll. Never see. Okay. Uh, so inside the Unified School District building... Samantha said she resigned under pressure uh, October 31st after being placed on administrative leave and probation, and her husband was let go four days later. On Friday, she released a video explaining uh, that she and her husband resorted to creating the X-rated videos because of their low salaries. I think the problem is where she created the videos. I mean, I wouldn't care yeah. if anybody... If- My children are the most... <clears throat> and the fact that the students found them and were sharing them together. My children are the most important thing to me, and I'm already spending countless hours outside my contract time on extra school activities, and I don't think it's fair I have to sacrifice my own children's time because our professional salary did not pay enough, she said. So I, mean, I give her a second shot. You know what, Alice? She you began know, creating to the be content. Honest, to be honest, mm-hmm. she's less damaging than having a secret gender ideologies, identities with kids behind the backs of parents. I think both are up there. It got to a point where our family was not able to survive on two teachers' incomes. I chose an anonymous name as well as blocking the entire state of Arizona on OnlyFans so it wasn't accessible to anyone living in the state, she explained. She admitted that she created the explicit content in a classroom and advertised it, but claimed she did so after school hours on the weekend with no students present. No problem with her now. It was unclear how the students found her content, which they circulated in among themselves. So, so uh, I, uh, um, 
By the way, so you know, I, I used to. Um... <clears throat> Morgan says you should stop watching porn. That he stopped years ago. I agree. I agree, Morgan. I don't watch porn. Like, you kidding me? What? Are you, I couldn't even. I wouldn't know it if I saw it. But um, I try you. and make sure you don't need to. Let me tell. What is that supposed <laughs> to mean? I try. What is that supposed to, Alice? God, you work blue so easily, <laughs> right below the surface. Um, but it's funny, uh, you know. Just back to the union thing. I, uh, when I was nineteen and twenty years old, I worked as a a um, banquet porter on mm-hmm. at the Sinesta. And like I've told us before, I used to work with a bunch of guys who were most of them were Guyanese, and one guy, kid from Portugal, and um. It, People from all over the world, anyway. But these guys were so so hardworking. They loved getting all the hours, and they were so hardworking that they really like drove it. We worked so hard; it was incredible. That was a non-union shop. A union shop would never have allowed that. They would not have allowed us to go over forty hours, and there would have been huge overtime, whatever. But it was a non-union shop, and it was always let's do it. Let's break out the next room. Let's do the next room. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. These guys were like always going. They loved working. Loved the money. And then I got a job working overnight at the Ritz Carlton in Boston, which was mm-hmm. which was um, a union shop. And you know what I heard mostly from the guys I worked with at the Ritz Carlton? Stop working so hard. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. Why are you finishing out rooms? We hit, we're, we've got eight more hours of this. I was I wanted to have a social life, so I wanted to get everything done and get out. You know, to go back, mm-hmm. find my friends wherever they were in town or whatever. So I would just. Go nuts and run through rooms mm-hmm. and set rooms up, et cetera, et cetera. And they were complaining. What are you doing? Stop it. Don't you remember our previous landlord told us that too? Who was a mailman? Yeah, yeah. He told us that he always tells young guys to slow down. Don't finish your route. You just go back to, you just go back and they just give you more work to yeah, do. Yeah, that was a grown man in his 60s. who actually talk like that. They're just going to give you more stuff to do. I, I says to him. All right. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, All right. Ready for the chat chat? Um, yeah, I think we have a few messages in there today, right? Sorry you guys didn't get to see Tom today at all. We don't know why his camera's not working. It's your stupid machine. No, it worked fine in my machine until you plugged it into your machine that killed it. It broke the camera. No, you need a driver. Well, I have all the same drivers I had before. You did something wrong to the camera. You need to relearn it. It doesn't know anymore. Hello, Tom. Hey. I just wanted to reach out to finish my story about being sexually assaulted. Jesus. <laughs> because I never got to tell you the full story 30 years ago. Really? It was very terrible. Everything was awful. Maybe we should be... T- oh, no. I know who this is. Suzanne's sister. Oh, Suzanne's Wait, sister. Did, okay. Okay. Too long. <laughs> I had it. Oh, ago. God. Oh, God. She somehow, she ruined everything. I remember, she actually told me that story. We were at the field, a great bar in Cambridge. She was pretending to want to drink beers with me, but she couldn't do it. It mm-hmm. was like, she was so, and I'm like, how did this happen? That I am not only dealing with a girlfriend who's probably cheated on me in college, but somehow now I'm doing therapy on her <laughs> disgusting sister. My story. About being sexually assaulted. She sounds like that, except she was more nasally. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I talk to my sister? Little Tom? Because I never got to. 
Not on social media. She and her sister, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. are not on any social media anywhere. Very interesting. Very interesting people. Did I tell you that her dad wouldn't see me in person? Her dad was so disdainful of me. Mm-hmm. I think because I didn't go to college and she was in uh, in a co- in a nice college right. in Connecticut. Her, her her mother was like a professor somewhere and her dad was a, a college librarian, which I guess is a high esteem thing. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, that her dad, he didn't like her sleeping over my house or staying with me in the summers. And he would drop her off. I would meet them at a parking lot. He wouldn't get out of the car and say hi to me or see me. He still wanted nothing to do with me. She would get out of the car and walk over to me. Um, he was an asshole for the ages, and he's died. He's dead now. It's a shame. I'll miss him. He's also from Winchester, as a matter of fact. Wow, I saw his house. Very nice. Can you imagine? Man, I said some nasty things about him <laughs> to her. Tell you the full story. Thirty years ago, it was very terrible. Everything Trump now. It <laughs> was awful. Maybe we should meet somewhere so Ugh. that we could go into detail. Ugh, leave me alone. That would be good. Ugh. Somewhere where they have vegan food. You ain't kidding. <laughs> she was absolutely a vegan. That's absolutely right. You're right about that. And so was my then. Her sister was a vegetarian too. And she was like pissy about where we'd go out to eat. And my dad telling me, Tommy, there's nothing worse than a picky vegetarian. He was absolutely right. She didn't even know why she was a vegetarian, but she would say, oh, I can't imagine if my stomach could even process something if I had meat now. Yeah. Of course, I had a vegetarian tell me that one oh, time. They, like, they're so into themselves. They're like, I felt meat in my mouth. My body just rejected it. <laughs> God. And people are not judgmental. All right. I'll be in touch. Don't. Don't. Just leave me alone. God. On a different note, D. Graham in the chat says, who is a mailman also, by the way, says that uh, what our landlord said is true. And if you finish, they do make you do more work. So, uh, yeah, you guys are on to them. You've caught on to the system. So good for you. I can't imagine. I don't know why the USPS could possibly be burning through money. They're saved because of Amazon. They'll always be around as long as Amazon's around. Nobody is allowed to open mailboxes except for unit U.S. mail employees. It's true. <laughs> no, it is true. I've yeah. been through that because I've done political campaigns. It's illegal. Your mailbox that's at your house, you think you own it, but you don't. The federal right. government owns your mailbox. It's I federal kinda, property. You know I kind of don't mind the, the post office because it's kind of a jobs program for vets and other things, you know? Mm. My uncle. My I uncle like, came back like from all Vietnam the, and was a I, mailman for I years. like basically all the mailmen I know. Yeah, and I, and I got to think that it's probably half an awful job. I think the part the part that's probably awful is being in the po- annex, the post office, mm-hmm. and having. But to, mostly, like, you get to walk around and deliver. Mail. That seems like a great part. The autonomy of just driving or walking around seems like that would be fantastic. That's what, I was just talking today on the air about like when I used to deliver pizzas in in Kentucky. and to like uh, tobacco farms, etc. And on this army base, and army the army base is like. A, 50 square miles, whatever. So each delivery could take 45 minutes. It was so fun. Such a One of my job. biggest problems with the U.S. mail, you know, is that did you know that they photograph every piece of mail and store it and they respond to requests from like the government? In case oh, really? You so like it's very, very trackable, the mail. Oh, uh, yeah. The government like has all your, if you mail something to somebody, the government knows. Oh, good. 
Just saying. Hey, Tom and DJ. I was just. Uh, Who's DJ? I don't know. I don't get Tom it. and DJ. DJ. Who's DJ? I don't know. DJ. Uh, seeing the story about uh, the Arizona teachers that lost their jobs because oh. uh, they were uh, filming sex scenes after hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, the classrooms wild story i uh did uh, some investigative journalism wait I, you must be dj why what's that stand for i don't know okay <laughs> and uh and by saying that i uh looked into her only fans and uh she's okay but He's nothing to write home about. You know, I'd rather have like a Tommy gun or something. I didn't but anyway, see a picture of him, but. Uh, I was just wondering if you heard about that story. Bizarre. Yeah, very bizarre. This message is especially for Tom oh. and Justin the Hoosier. I have plenty. Who's Justin Hoosier? Oh, that's Justin. Justin, that's Justin. Okay. from Indiana. Yes, okay. that's a word for people from Indiana. Thank you, Alice. Justin the Hoosier. I have plenty deep roots in Indiana, by the way, hmm. including in the Mecca of French Lick. Very nice. You know it's from French Lick, Lick Alice? Uh, no. Lawrence Bird. Mm. You know who else is from Indiana? Uh, my grandparents. David Letterman. Oh. You know who else is from Indiana? I don't know. Johnny Carson. Wow. Yeah. I love me the West Baden Springs Hotel. And you think French Lick sounds naughty? Well, did you know that there's an intercourse Pennsylvania? Ooh, I may have. I bet they voted for Fetterman. They absolutely Which did. Which reminds me that... That's by the, there's a truth or consequences in New Mexico, too. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know. It's named after a 1950s TV show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Fetterman, by the way, supports the unionizing workers at Starbucks. I think he shocked I, I would say he does. But the uh, midterms ballot harvesting competition didn't totally go my way, but I'm pretty much over it now. <laughs> what I'm upset about is my favorite mass loophole closing. I went and got my inspection sticker. Which- Hold on a second. What is he listening to? What is that? It's I don't like, know. Kids in the background, maybe? No, it's not kids. It's, it's music, but it's like like Close Encounters space tones. Listen. Listen to it. Deep roots in Indiana, by the way, including in the Mecca of French Lick. I love me the West Baden Springs Hotel. And you think French Lick sounds naughty? Well, did you know that there's an intercourse Pennsylvania? I bet they voted for Fetterman. Sounds like a little kid practicing. Which reminds me that the uh, midterms ballot harvesting competition didn't totally go my way, but I'm pretty much over it now. What I'm upset about is my favorite mass loophole closing. I went and got my I've inspection heard about this. sticker. Have you heard about this? In- no. Somebody else told us this. He's going to go on and explain. You know who ahead. this is? Yes. Who? John and Wilkfield. Oh. September. And instead of a November sticker, which they always do, they gave me a September one. Oh, you mentioned that, Alice. I told you this, yes. Yes, that is horse bleep. Those bastards, that's so punitive. So we're with your car that needs a new tire. We are going to see what happens if you go around the full year. Right. I will not be getting it inspected. (laughs) Bastards. So... Anyway, Tom and Justin, uh, in that roundabout way, what I meant to say is that I've tried KMS a couple of times, uh-huh. and it sucks. Ooh, I can smell. 
I, let me tell you something. Uh, be careful. <laughs> don't tell anybody yeah, where you live, John. Yeah, don't. Don't have any social media presence, John. Smell the gem odor when I listen. Gem odor? I could see how it could be good while you're checking out for long, long stretches of time, like on a long road trip or something. But then why not listen to Rogan and learn something? Thanks. Ooh, that is a... That is a bold take. Leslie John. was not a fan either, really. I love it. I love it. I've loved it from the beginning. But I, I understand, like, at this point, if you're just getting into it, like, you would... You wouldn't know. Everything has an origin story, and it starts with... Uh, starts, really, with Kirk outside of the show in his old EEI days, and then... And then, you know... With yeah, Colleen it's and, its own universe, and if yeah. it's... It's a lot of work to get into it. Although I will say that almost every like podcast or radio show, anything that's like an audio experience, to me at least, it takes a while to get into it. No matter what show it is. Like I, I think it takes a bunch of times before you can even like recognize the voices of the different people properly or anything like that. I've never I've, I've never gotten a new show right away it like takes me time to get it do you know what i'm saying yes so i think all i think all audio shows are like that compared to like i think tv if you're watching a new tv show it's easier to follow because you can see the faces and there's more visual cues to pick up on whereas audio you really have to already be familiar with the world to like fully get and enjoy it and i think that's especially true of kirk's world but i think it's it's kind of true of any um, like radio show or podcast, is especially a more personalized one that's not just like straight up news or whatever, but people talking and personalities and stuff like that. It's very difficult to do, um, like on the basis of one try. You know, that's that's my um thing. Oh, Morgan's trying to get in trouble with Kirk too in the chat. He says it was better in the early days. How can Google Voice isn't working? I'm trying to make an outgoing call. I don't know why you're trying to make an outgoing call. Because I'm trying to make an outgoing call. Because I'm me. I don't know, honey, why Google Voice isn't working. Are you logged into the right account on Google? Yeah, I mean, it's your account. That's the one that works. Is that the one that works? Yeah. Okay. How come it's not letting me make a call? Do not disturb is on. Should it be off? I don't think that that should matter. (sighs) Um... Do you not like see a keypad? I have a keypad. I dialed the number, but it, it doesn't. The thing where I would, the thing where I would then um, hit the phone icon is not working. Well, you've got a lot of voicemails. You know that? Why would you have voicemails on Google Voice? Uh, Calls. I don't know. Are we gonna do this right now? Yeah. Oh, you don't have a Google Voice number. Get a number. Oh, do I need one? Oh, reclaim. It must have, like, expired or something. I want to make this call. This is important. Um, I'm going to have them forward to you. I need a number? Maybe that's what all these voicemails are. Um, I'm going to have them forward to you because oh, I don't Shattuck. have my phone. Hi, my name is Jim Croce. Okay. I'm glad people love this. Uh, what's the code you received on your... Six six four nine one one. Okay. It's verifying. Finish. 
Okay, now I would refresh the page and try again. You don't mean Finnish as in from Finland, right? No. Okay. Who are you calling? I'm calling uh, George. You are? Yes. Why? None of your business. Why are we doing this right now? It's not... Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. See if he answers. George may just answer. (sighs) Hello? George, really? Why would you answer the phone? <laughs> when I don't know the number, I just say hello. Hey, George, so this is the question. Alice is here, too. You're on the Burn Barrel podcast. Live to tape. Excellent. Uh, Hi, Alice. How are you? Hi. George, so this is my question. You know, okay. we have Logitech um, video cameras, similar to the actually ones that we used to have in Herald Radio, but although they're newer. and yeah. And the other day... Um, usually it's plugged into Alice's computer, which is a Windows computer. And it's always worked fine. It's always worked fine. The other day, we, uh, I used it, I plugged it into my computer, the Mac, um, to, to you do a Zoom call with somebody. I actually know the answer to this. You need to download their driver package. But even though it used to work on hers? Yeah, no, there's, I, I have a Logitech camera as well for the million Zoom calls that we've all done in the last mm-hmm. two years. And yeah, there's a driver. And then it'll, it'll work just fine. But you I can have adjust two other Logitech cameras. and everything. It's I all have good. two other Logitech cameras plugged into this computer that work fine. Well, so the newer ones need this. I mean, I, the one I have, I ha- it didn't really but, work well. Exactly the same problem until I downloaded the driver. Okay. So why like, why would it change after it, used, if it went into my, uh, my Mac? Why would uh, it? Because Macs ruin did everything. You, did you? Is it a different Mac or is it the, it's the, the old same piece of crap? Stuff? It's the old MacBook Air. Well, so it also might be if it's a newer camera, it, it probably just needs it. It needs the driver. I mean, that's what I found with mine. Okay, all right. I guess I guess all it's right. just such a mystery because it actually it still works in my Mac. But it's just, just no longer works. It's as anymore. if the Mac contaminated it or changed it. Is that possible? Can a computer change <laughs> no. it? No. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, all right, George. Download the drivers. All right. Well, I'm going to talk with you tomorrow in some other world. On WTIC at 2 Prime Meridian, George. 2 Prime Meridian. And uh, we will talk about how not to kill yourself while cooking a turkey. Wonderful, George. Look forward to it. Important information. Thanks, George. Bye-bye. Ah, download the drivers, Blondie. Have fun. (laughs) Good luck with that. Punk. You're a punk. You're a punk. All right. Uh, Let's see. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody. Good week. By the way, if you got Logitech cameras and they're blinking, just download the drivers. You mm-hmm. know, just like the T Dog told you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, sorry you guys didn't get to see Tom today. I know that's a big loss for everybody. And uh, well, they get the wide shot, right? And uh, no, I didn't. It's too hard because it's set up in a sequence. So I would just have put the to wide shot on because then that's all they would see. So it's just I your show today. Yes. It's just you. <laughs> I don't have a way. I'd have to change the setup of the whole switcher, and we didn't have time to do that. Can you put the wide shot on for no. a second? Jerk. No one wants to see that. Say okay, there it is. You're on. Hope you're happy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.